I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the Happy Mama Movement with me, Amy Taylor-Cabaz. Mama to Three, author and editor of the Happy Mama magazine. Over my nine years of mamahood, I have come to realise that the single biggest lesson in all of this is our relationship with ourself. Not our kids, our partners or our besties, but ourself. So how do we do that while raising our families in this crazy modern world? Here, I share some of my thoughts and insights. Welcome, beautiful mamas. In my programs and in the Facebook groups that I run with hundreds of women now, there's a topic that comes up so many times. Something that, although what I create is a conversation around how we as women are showing up as mothers and how motherhood is changing us and helping us discover the truth about who we really are, this topic comes up more than anything else. And it's about our partners, our marriages, the men in our lives, the the people we are parenting with, and how that dynamic shifts and changes how perhaps we don't feel seen, heard, supported or understood by our partners and how things like broken sleep, exhaustion, change in financial situation, all of those things that parenthood throws at us takes those little cracks in your relationship and breaks them wide open. It's a topic that is huge and, to be honest, used to scare me. It used to scare me that I might have to talk about this because it's an area in my life that I haven't done as much work on as I have in my own self journey. But more and more, I feel like I'm being led to explore this to perhaps share my story, but also to bring you interviews and insights into how the dynamics in a relationship changes within parenting. Because if we want to talk about being a whole connected woman, then of course we're going to have to go there. Of course we're going to have to talk about it. So I'm dipping my toe into this today with something that has come up a lot recently and I thought I'd share my reflections on. And that is understanding what happens to us when we react from a place of pain. Now, this conversation is not just about your relationships, but it's also about yourself. Because all of us have those times where we say things we wish we wouldn't say. We react in a way that we're not proud of. 
we find ourselves going back into old patterns, perhaps patterns that we saw from our childhood or whether we go to even though we think we have healed it, patterns that we wish we didn't go back into. And as we continue on this journey of understanding ourselves as women, hopefully we're starting to recognise those patterns in ourselves. We can see that when our buttons are pushed a certain way, we react this way. We can see that if we've had broken sleep or we haven't eaten enough or someone says something to us that shatters our confidence in ourselves, then this is how we react. This is how the inner mean mama takes over. And I want to explore that a little bit more because what happens then sometimes is that we go into that pattern of reaction and it's almost like we're unconscious of what we do. In fact, the profound author and teacher Eckhart Tolle calls this the pain body. We react from our pain body. What he means by that is We react from a place that is within our body that is just the pain and it takes over our whole body. It actually almost shuts down our consciousness, that that part of us that wants to do good and has spent all this time trying to be the right person and the best we can be, and it just takes over. Another way of looking at it is the reptilian brain. We go into that part of our brain that is not logical, it's just reactionary. And we all have this and we all switch it on sometimes. Yes, the more we work on ourselves and the more we do things to understand that part of ourselves, hopefully the more we can switch it off consciously when we slip into it. But it is part of us as human beings. We have a pain body. We have patterns that we go into. I know for me, when I feel fear, when I am worried about something, perhaps if I worry about money, I worry about something not working properly in my business, I worry about something hasn't been successful. My old pattern I switch into is that superwoman pattern. Well, I'm just going to do more. I just have to work harder. I just have to do more. I have to flog myself. I have to put myself out there. I'm just not working hard enough. There is a pattern in me, and boy, it's a strong one, that I will keep coming back to if I'm not conscious, which says, it's up to me. I have to work harder. There's also a pattern within me, and I've spoken about this in my old podcast, which believes that everything has to come back to me. I have to do it all on my own. I can't rely on anybody else. An old pattern that is there right from childhood. And if I'm not careful, that voice will kick in pretty quickly in my mind. I may as well just do it all on my own. What's the point? And it's this martyr speak that kicks in. And boy, is that strong sometimes. The pain body of that pattern takes over And I can turn into a completely different person in that moment. So how is this connected to our relationships? What I wanted to suggest to all of us today is that when we start to understand that within ourselves we have our own pain body, we have that part of our brain that kicks in through fear, 
and makes us behave in ways that we're not proud of, when we can see that and accept that with compassion, we can start seeing it in our men. We can start to see, perhaps slowly at first, that they too have a pain body. They too have an old pattern that kicks in when they're scared and fearful and stressed and run down and overwhelmed. And perhaps that pain body kicks in at various times, but I bet you know what that is for your partner. I bet you can name it. I bet you know if he walks through the front door and everybody's screaming and I turn to him and say, I can't cope with this anymore. His pain body switches on like that and he will go into panic mode and do the absolute opposite of what I need him to do. And when we step back from that situation and we look at it and realise that what you have here is two people in their pain, two people whose brain has switched to that survival mode, that fight or flight, and that part of the brain ain't always going to act with grace or kindness or compassion. That part of the brain is going to think survival here. And it might make you say things you're not proud of and not support the people you love in the way that you want to. And if we can see that in ourselves, perhaps we can start seeing that in the people around us. I am by no means going down the path of justifying rudeness, awfulness, meanness, anything that is, comes from a place of the desire to hurt. This is a different conversation. And as you know, this is just coming from my own experience. I am not a trained, trained marriage counsellor, nor plan to be. In fact, I'm just trying to figure out my own marriage. But this is something that I have seen in the women that I work with a lot, in the interviews that I have done and in the things and books I am studying. That when we can start seeing ourselves with compassion in the way that we react when we're in pain, emotional pain, physical pain, fear, then we have to also use that same lens of compassion when we look at the people around us. Perhaps he didn't mean to not support you. Perhaps you didn't mean to sound so bitter. Perhaps we're all just trying to survive from a place of fear. And when we switch out of that, and we finally calm down and come back into our conscious body instead of our pain body, we can catch our breath and maybe talk it out. But we can't judge another person's pain without judging our own. And equally, we can't be compassionate towards ourselves without extending that compassion to others, which all sounds very deep and Buddhist-like. <laughs> which was not my intention, but as I'm speaking this out with you, I can see that the work that I'm doing on myself to be more compassionate, understand those patterns that I switch into when I am scared and overwhelmed and in fear, is exactly the same for what I'm trying to understand in my marriage and in my girlfriends and my parents and my sister 
and, of course, in my children. All of us have patterns we're not proud of. All of us come from places that are broken and scared. And some of us come from that place a hell of a lot of time. Some of us live from that place. And so this is what we're trying to heal, to heal with compassion and self-exploration. When we start thinking about this in our own life, we can see it in our relationships. And perhaps all it needs to be is an acknowledgement that he's not getting it right just like you're not getting it right. That he's overwhelmed just like you're overwhelmed. That he doesn't know what he's doing just like you don't know what you're doing. So if we're compassionate towards him and ourselves, maybe we can all see that pattern. I really feel like this is a part of the Happy Mama conversation that we need to explore and I promise you to bring you more interviews and insights around this as I learn too about how to understand this part of our lives. Because so many of us are feeling frustrated. So many of us are pouring all our attention and our love into our children. And then, yes, we're starting to realise we need to put some attention and love towards ourselves and then our partners are way over there. But being a happy mama has been balanced in all areas of our life, having something that we're creatively proud of and we feel like we have a sense of purpose. Of course, feeling like we're raising beautiful and connected children, making sure that we have some kind of connection to ourselves in a deep spiritual way or to understand who we really are, but it has to be in our relationships too. And this is what I would love to explore more with you all. I can't wait to share my insights. And if you have any questions or anything that you would like me to do an interview on or hear my thoughts on, please send me an email or message me on my social media and I will do my best to go out and find the answer for you. Thank you, beautiful mamas. Satnam. Thanks for listening to the Happy Mama Movement. I truly believe that great things happen when we come together to support and uplift each other. So to help spread the word and build the movement, I'd love it if you could pop over and leave a review. And if you have a mama friend who'd also love this insight, please share with her. Until next time, beautiful mama, Satnam. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 